Hey, this is Ashlyn, former co-host of the Top 10 Recovery Podcast, The Betrayed, The Addicted, and The Expert. I have had my challenges, but I am also living proof that joy is possible, even when life does not go as planned. I'm excited to share with you real examples of living a life full of adventure, true healing, and freedom, no matter how messy life gets each episode, I will introduce you to someone I love and respect to talk about ways to be the buffalo and to face your storms in different areas of life. I am excited to have Dr. Julie Hanks with me today, and we are going to be talking about kind of a broader subject, but basically we want to talk about defining what modesty looks like and that, um, where the problem maybe lies and where it doesn't lie. We want to kind of demyth some things here. So uh, I asked Dr. Julie Hanks because I followed her for years and she to me is an expert on this. She is changing the dialogue around the subject and I love it. Um, Mm, Thank you. Thanks Ashlyn. Yeah, there's kind of um, all walks of life are accepting this message and so I really would love the discussion that we're going to have. So she is a PhD LCSW and a licensed psychotherapist, content creator, author, and owner of Wasatch Family Therapy and host of Ask Dr. Julie Hanks podcast. With nearly 30 years of experience, she provides a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower women to prioritize their dreams, to revolutionize their families, and to personalize their faith, which I love that. Um, and I think that's kind of, to me, that is your message is to just mm. pick it your own. Yeah. We get, we get to choose the, the life that we're living. And, right. and as an adult, it sounds so easy to do that, but it, <laughs> but it kind of, hard. <laughs> it was a lot harder than I thought it would be. So yeah, I'm happy to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah. Okay. So let's get started. Um, one of the things Uh, that I go back to just based on my history with being betrayed in my former marriage is um, the objectification from men and women Mm -hmm. uh, based on what a woman looks like or how that person is, is dressing. Mm -hmm. And, and so I kind of wanted to start there because that's, that was pretty basic for me. I've done that since I was young you know, I was told this is how, this is what modesty is according to our family, to our religion, to our mm-hmm. culture. And so when someone's not following that, this is where the judgment lies. Right. Right. Which is the problem. Like judgment is a bigger problem than what anyone wears. Yeah. And I didn't see that until I was an adult. <laughs> well, join the club. You're a good company. good yeah and and truthfully as bad as it sounds I didn't see it until it started happening to me Mm. until I started getting the Instagram messages and emails saying you're not a good example of Mm. a religious person because Mm -hmm. you wear leggings you wear leggings you wear a sports bra or you wear a tank top and it's like Mm. I didn't even know how to respond to those messages so I didn't Yeah. yeah Yeah. So, so that's a great example of objectification. When we see another human as a body Mm -hmm. or as body parts or as clothing and not as a person, 
right? They were just Mm -hmm. commenting on your sports bra. Mm -hmm. Like you are not your sports bra. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're a whole like multidimensional person. Mm -hmm. And so focusing and and even defining modesty just by what women wear is, is not, that's just so narrow and inaccurate. That's not the definition of modesty. What women wear. So what is it? Because I was told, you know, my book of rules is probably different than yours, but has some similarities, but I was pretty hardcore and Mm. I was checking my neighbors. I was checking the people on Instagram. Are they wearing their stuff? Are they doing it right? According Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's not where we want to be. Right. No. Well, there's the judgment again. We're not looking at ourselves. We're looking at everybody else, making sure that they're doing what we think they should do, which is really unhealthy just in general (laughs) to be Mm -hmm. that concerned about what other people are wearing. Um, But I think it's important to broaden the definition of modesty. It is an attitude of humility, decency, and, um, like in, and it's in clothing, behavior, words, mm-hmm. like how we treat people. And I, I often think like, what do you lead with? If, if it always has to be about you, no matter what you're wearing, mm-hmm. that's immodest, right? If you can't share the spotlight, that's making it all about you. That's not modest, Judging other people is not modest. Treating other people poorly is not modest. So this is just this like clothing is one aspect of how we express ourselves. Mm -hmm. And modesty has to do with being humble and decent. So you get to define that however you want in, in all of those areas. Yeah. Which I love. And and it, it has changed for me. Mm. Uh, right now I have pink hair. Mm-hmm. And, Very cute. <laughs> um, I don't I have, I started doing pink hair two years ago and I do it just a couple times a year when I feel like I want pink hair. Yeah. And I remember the first time I did it, I went to uh, the church I would go to mm-hmm. and I sat next to the cutest lady. She's in her seventies and she has purple hair <laughs> on, pur- on purpose. Mm -hmm. And we sat there and we're in this big congregation and she leans over and she says, isn't it fun that we're sitting front and center and we have the craziest hair in this whole crowd. And I kind of was like, yeah, I love it. I don't have to feel like, cause I was a little bit nervous. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I was, I, like I've said, I was pretty judgmental of, okay, pink hair must mean you're wild. And mm. I've made up a lot of narratives around even hair color right? or hairstyle, you know, right. maybe I want to shave the side of it and what it doesn't, it's just me expressing myself. Right. Right. It's a, it's an, a one way that we express is through our physical appearance, but it's mm. only one way. Right. And so that was like one moment for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I start to try to deconstruct some of these other ways that I'm seeing pretty hard judgments towards others and myself mm-hmm. about this whole realm. Okay. So I start noticing, okay, I definitely am judging people who are wearing tank tops or crop tops or a specific cheeky swimsuit, let's say, or short shorts or tattoos. Maybe they have piercings. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I started to look at things a little bit different. Um, instead of them being the problem and saying, you know, a person like that could get my former husband in trouble because that's appealing mm. to maybe his, his type. Um, I just looked at it. Like, I love it. I started asking questions. Tell me about that tattoo. Is there meaning behind it? And to hear people share like, yeah, there's usually a lot of meaning behind someone choosing to put something on their body. And mm-hmm. I started to realize, yeah, there's a story behind why someone's choosing to do something often. Um, for me now, a lot of it is taking ownership of my body mm-hmm. and saying it's always been my body, but I wasn't treating it like I could make my decisions for my own body. Right. And so oddly enough, I've looked at tattoos my whole life with judgment and guess what I'm getting next week? My Yay. first tattoo. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and it's just teeny. It's just a teeny yeah. little tattoo. But for me, it's, it's kind of a lot of things. It's a lot, it's a lot of just owning my own body, but also the story that goes along with that little tiny tattoo. Right. Right. So there's a lot of, you're not your tattoo, your tat, your, or they're not their tattoo or or their pink hair or whoever. (laughs) It's just a way to express yourself. And the person is always behind that thing, right? The story Mm -hmm. behind it. And that's what you're talking about. It's yeah. is finding their humanity, their humanness, instead of seeing, <clears throat> instead of seeing them as an object or as a thing or a body part or a piece of clothing. Yeah. They're human. Okay. So let's say, I mean, some of my crowd has had betrayals and okay. it's often, you know, I'm working with a lot of women. And so they see sometimes these women who maybe mm-hmm. they're, dresses I just talked about or mm-hmm. whatever. And they what are the we problem. would consider provocative or like oh, yeah. what our current society might think, oh, that's a little edgy or, or yeah. something like that. Okay. Perfect. So I remember, you know, looking at that and thinking one judgment and also like, how dare you, you're tempting my partner, you're tempting mm-hmm. whoever, because that is something that w- I was taught. Right. I need Mm -hmm. to dress a certain way so that I can protect other people's thoughts about me, which Mm -hmm. now I know I have a sweatshirt that says I can't do that. Um, But how I dress is has nothing to do with their thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, But how do I get to that place where I can let go of the judgment and looking at other provocative people dressed, you know, and they're the problem. Mm -hmm. Well, whenever you notice yourself judging someone else or being afraid of someone else, you turn the mirror like Mm. back at yourself. What is this about for me? I'm afraid or I feel threatened or it's always about something you can learn about you, not in a blame way, but just like, oh, I'm feeling insecure in my relationship. It's not really about those booty shorts. It's about my insecurity. And I need to, you know, talk about this with my partner or, or whatever. Um, But whenever we think it's someone else doing something or making us feel a certain way, turn it, 
on, you know, turn it to yourself and think, okay, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? What am I wanting? What am I needing? Okay. That makes it sound so simple. And so I hope the listeners are like, <laughs> that is do. I'm going to grab my mirror and I'm going to get curious and I'm going to start recognizing because that's really, I love that. It's where it starts is mm-hmm. just being mindful and aware, right? Just to, to start to make those changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, we- I, I see oh, people I was- doing it because of people like you, <laughs> they're doing it. Oh, I hope, I hope. And, and I think that we can have self-compassion w- when we notice it, we can say, oh, I'm judging mm-hmm. that person. Okay. What would I, who, is that who I want to be? No, not really. All right. What is there for me to learn? And that's it. Just turn it slowly, turn it around to you. And you don't have to beat yourself up. For, oh, I'm so judgmental. I'm so this. Yeah. It's like, no, that's just human nature. Mm-hmm. We, our brain is wired to identify threats. Yeah. And, and so we might think of that person who's dressed that way, whatever that is, as a threat. And really, they're not. Yeah. And, you know, it's, you really are. And I know you make it sound so simple and I love that, (laughs) but I was also on the other side and I'm thinking, I have so many girls who have come to me and said, I hate going out shopping with my partner because they have to keep their heads down. You know, they're very, they get to that control place where Mm. if I have control over their actions, then I feel Mm -hmm. safe. And it doesn't make us feel safe. It makes us feel like their mother or right. So n- not doing? attractive. Yes. And so neither person is turned on. And yet here we are <laughs> at Costco going, don't look, you know, um, yeah. one of the things that I found in myself was one starting to acknowledge these narratives that I had in my head, mm-hmm. judging, judging others and seeing the fear. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't living in a lot of, it, for me, it was, I call it safety seeking. And mm-hmm. so when I don't feel safe, I start to find all the fear and I'm like, yeah, see, look, these are and all control. the reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have every reason to be unsafe because look at all these reasons. Right. Yeah. And, um, so that was good for me. Right. That was the start. And then, um, I started noticing, I was also looking at these women and I was, I remember sitting next to a gal Um, well, this happened twice. I'm getting my photo taken with this celebrity person and she has her sports bra on and beautiful bosoms. Right. Mm -hmm. And I legitimately told her, I am so sorry. I cannot stop staring at your, (laughs) at your breasts. And I'm a woman and I'm here and I'm very into men. And she just laughed it off. And it was like, okay, I'm just, she saw me looking at her. I'm just Mm -hmm. going to tell her that was me kind of trying to get rid of some of the shame of beating Mm -hmm. myself up and beating my partner up. How dare they look when I'm going, wait, I, I look, I'm even looking, come on. Yeah. Humans (laughs) notice what we perceive as beautiful. Like we notice threats, we notice beauty or attractiveness or sensuality. And that's just normal. Like that's normal to go, wow. Like my, our society says, big breasts are sexy. Wow. Okay. Alert. You know, even if you're not like sexually attracted. Yeah. So it's humans have bodies and humans look at other people's bodies Mm -hmm. 
And it's kind of what, so what, what are you, who are you when you're doing that? Right. Who are you? Are you judgmental? Are you just admiring? Are you objectifying? Are you just acknowledging, you know, Mm -hmm. and sometimes when we focus so much on, I can't, I can't notice, or they can't know my partner shouldn't notice that's, that becomes the focus mm-hmm. instead of like, oh yeah, there's a, the thought comes in and out, the thought comes in and out. And which <laughs> that's I'm, what most thoughts do. Yeah. Unless we focus and, on them. Which is like, this is so stupid. This is, I feel like this is the dumbest conversation, but the most important conversation. I'm like, <laughs> it's not dumb. Why didn't I have this conversation eight years ago? You know, when I was struggling to go to Costco and and I was spending all of my energy worrying about what he was thinking or what did I look good enough? All these silly thoughts in my head. Instead of now I can go to Costco. Um, I went with um, a guy who's like, you know, people are checking you out left and right. And I'm like, I'm not even, I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. I'm not in that world anymore where I'm focused on, don't look at me, you know, the, you know, I'm worried about Mm -hmm. all those things. And it was, to me, it was a really beautiful experience to realize I'm dressing for me now for the first time really in my life. I'm 41 years old and it doesn't include I'm dressing for this man or this woman, or it's for me. Mm -hmm. And so whatever people want to show up as is, is their, their stuff. So I like how you say, who are we when we see that? and kind of describing our characteristics in that moment. Um, I also am a, the, the believer of it's human to look. It's what mm-hmm. we do with it after, right? right. And the, the fantasy or the jealousy, the whatever it is. And that's what got me into the fear mm-hmm. is assuming <laughs> what was going on after when a lot of times there was nothing going on after, just human. Right. Right. And when we are hurt, we try to prevent any future hurt. And Mm -hmm. so we try to control. And that's actually not the way to prevent future hurt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we think it like it's just human Uh nature, right? Like we just think we think it is, but it's not. It doesn't work that way. It feels so right. And then it's doesn't feel good. So yeah, it actually uh, pushes people away. Yeah. And the truth is for me and my, that old world that I was in of betrayal and hurt going on a beach vacation was really hard because, Mm. okay, we're going to go and sit at a beach and women are going to be in the least amount of clothing that we normally see a woman in. Awesome. This is going to be so fun for me. Right. And I can rely on my partner being stressed out and anxiety because he's worried that I'm thinking he's in a, you know, so it was just so silly, but the best thing we could do was just talk about it. Let's Mm -hmm. make a plan. If you feel anxious, then why are we in the most busy spot? Let's go sit over here Mm -hmm. where we can enjoy our time together. We can talk, we can connect. Um, And just being, you know, the story I'm telling myself is that you're, wanting to be over here and staring at those women and just being really vulnerable and honest where my head can go instead of assuming 
but sharing, like I'm still working on fixing this and, and getting mm-hmm. to a place where I can look at others and just love them as a human and not go to where I was with judgment and objectification. Right. Right. Because we are object, women are objectifying just as much as the men are (laughs) by, by seeing people as bodies instead of humans. Yeah. I was one of them. So I can, I can own that. And it was, I mean, we all have been, we all have been. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I've also been told um, a lot of the followers over on my Instagram have said that when they see someone who they, they're maybe judging, it's because they're a little bit jealous. So they're turning that mirror back mm-hmm. on themselves and realizing I want a tattoo. I want pink hair. I want to wear booty shorts. I want to wear that. And I don't feel like I can. Mm-hmm. because over here I have some rules or beliefs that I'm sticking to. And so that's a thing too. Are you seeing that yeah. where, okay. Oh yeah. And that, that applies for, for everything. Um, yeah. When you see someone doing something that you won't, you want, but you don't give yourself permission to do, you resent mm-hmm. that person, whether it's a relationship or like some people, I think, um, really come at me strongly. Cause it's like, how dare you think or speak mm-hmm. differently than what you've been taught? Like I wouldn't do that. So why, how come you think you can? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a mm-hmm. jealousy. Like I wish I could give myself permission to blank. Yeah. When in oh. reality they can, they just yeah. don't. <laughs> well, and even the ability to say, maybe you really don't want to have you can be jealous and also say, but I really don't want that. Right. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of having booty shorts or whatever, that yeah. freedom, the, the confidence. Sometimes I just wanted the confidence to wear a really cheeky swimsuit that I was like, I'm never going to wear that, but I wish I had that confidence that that girl yeah. has right there. Yeah. And so I was trying, that was me shifting and trying to turn it into seeing them as a human. But also I started saying kind things instead of just staring and mm-hmm. being in my head, I would go and give a compliment, mm-hmm. um, on what they're wearing. If I did like it or whatever mm-hmm. was happening instead of staying in my head and going to my old patterns. Yeah. And, and one, one way I think we could do better giving compliments mm-hmm. is instead of saying that suit looks so great on you saying you make that suit yes. look so great. I love like, that. It's you. It's the person. Mm-hmm. I'm acknowledging that you're a person. You're not just this, the body in the swimsuit. I love it. So you're giving some good um, homework, I would say, to the <laughs> listeners. Um, we're going to grab a mirror. We're going to get curious with what's going on in our head. Mm-hmm. And with then, compassion. Yeah. Right. With, with compassion, like, oh, I'm noticing. Mm-hmm. So that's a great thing. I'm, I'm noticing I'm feeling jealous or I'm noticing, I'm noticing I'm obsessing about whether my partner's looking at this person or this person, what's going on for me. Mm-hmm. And then being able to move forward in I'm human, they're human. Mm-hmm. We can give a compliment and do it in that little shift way mm-hmm. where people feel valued rather than 
this shirt is the value. Right. And right. I love all that. Um, okay. So any last words, I guess, that you would say to our audience on um, this whole subject for men and women, how we can do better men. Um, we've talked about, I guess, a lot more about the women's side of it Yeah, on both sides, but there is another side. I, I think that everybody has to work on this. Like it's a skill to see other people as human beings and not value others by what they look like, what they do, how much money they have, how much stuff they have, how many kids they have, their relationship status, to see the humanity in every individual person is a skill that takes a lot of effort and a lot of time, but it's worth developing mm. because every human has, is, is beautiful inside, you know, they're just beautiful human beings because they exist and they're unique and there's nobody, there's nobody like, you know, mm-hmm. there's nobody like you, you're the only one. You know? <laughs> and so just finding that, the beauty in the uniqueness of each individual instead of in the, um, you know, just the physical appearance or the performance or whatever it is that's external. Mm, I love it. Well, I hope that I know that the listeners have heard some winners today from you and even quotables. And <laughs> so um, if you aren't following um, Dr. Julie Hanks, go follow her on social media. She's on Facebook and Instagram. Are you on mm-hmm. other Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn? Uh, let's see. Oh, and sometimes on TikTok. Okay. So you, she's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you also have, I mean, you have your therapy that you can, that you offer. Um, you have online courses as well. Yeah, I have online courses. And what's been so fun is I have a membership group for women and it's really affordable. And each month we focus on a theme and I do group coaching. We have a private Facebook group. There's um, affirmations and journal prompts to download. And it's just a community of uh, progressive religious women who Mm want to work on all these kinds of things we've talked about today, like taking responsibility and owning your, your power and your, um, your body and your thoughts and taking responsibility. And so that's just been really fun. So that's just called Dr. Julie Hanks membership. And you can find out more on my website, drjuliehanks.com. Great. You are creating a movement and I love it. And thank you, Ashlyn. I'm cheering you on as one woman to another. Oh, and right, right back at you. <laughs> thank you. And I will put all your links in the show notes where you can be listening right now and just click more and, and jump right over to her website and find her. So thank, thank you so you. much for taking the time to My be pleasure. here with me. My pleasure. Thanks, Ashley. All right. Take care. Thanks for being here with me today. Whether I was with you doing your dishes while you got ready or driving in your car. If you found a nugget in this episode, please take 30 seconds. You can click on the link below in the show notes and leave me a quick review over on iTunes, or you can share on social media or shoot me an email. It offers me your support without you having to spend a dime or much of your time. 
Until next time, be the buffalo.